Okay, mama, this is your back to school episode. <laughs> this is the obligatory back to school episode that I just love to do. And it's just fun. Um, I love change. I love the fall. I love back to school excitement of supplies and clothes and a change in schedule and a change of pace and newness and oh, I love it all. I hope you do too. I know it can be a lot of work. It can be daunting. It can, you know, add some hustle to your life, right? Because all of a sudden you got to have kids somewhere at a certain time and you got to have lunches packed and all of this. And, you know, that's why a lot of people end up choosing to homeschool is because they don't like that hustle. And while that is absolutely a beautiful way for a lot of people to go, it's something I don't personally feel called to, at least in this season. But I do not believe that school time has to mean hustle time. I believe that it can be a beautiful time of more freedom in a way because your kids are off somewhere and you can step more into purpose and calling. And just like someone feels called to be a homeschool mom, right? That's a calling. If you're called to something different than your kids being in school means you get to fulfill that calling. Obviously we're all called to raise our kids. Like we're not talking about raising them. We're talking about educating them. And those are different callings. And so one, you got to know like what God's calling you to, but I know I am not called to that right now. And maybe that will change in the future, but right now that's where I'm at. And so when my kids go to school, I actually only have one kid in school right now, but it means that there's a little bit more flexibility and freedom for my investment in the things that I'm called to. And I believe that God's going to give us the time that we need for the things we're called to in each season. And so I I think that when school starts, I get excited because I'm like, okay, like this means a little bit more ease of time, right? Because right now, you know, I'm trying to maintain like somewhat of a structure with having babysitting on certain days with my kids, but it's just harder because I, um, you know, have three of them. And so it's hard to figure out <laughs> someone that can take care of all of them, right? It's a little more challenging. And so when, when one is out of the mix, it just makes it a little bit simpler. And then my daughter is going to start um, probably in like January as well. So that'll be a whole new season there. But all that to say, I I'm so excited and it's okay to feel excited too. I know I've heard some people like share how they're, they feel bad saying they're excited for their kids to go back to school. And, um, you know, I think it's a couple things. One, sure. Yeah. We need to be present where we're at. We need to enjoy the summer. We need to make the most of it. We need to make it special for our kids and for ourselves because otherwise we're going to look back and regret that. But it's also okay to look forward to the next season. It's also okay to say, oh, I am excited for this. This is going to be a beautiful change. Like it doesn't mean you don't love your kids. It doesn't mean that you don't love spending time with them. It doesn't mean that even that you don't love summers. Like you can love summers and love back to school. That is not a bad thing. So if if you're shaming yourself for that, don't like also stay present, right? Like figure out how you can have joy right now, how you can have purpose right now, how you can have intentionality right now, because if you don't, and you just are like living for tomorrow and living for when everyone gets back to school, then you're going to feel awful when it comes and you're going to be like, Oh, I feel so bad. Like I didn't invest in my kids and I feel guilty. And I just feel like I didn't do enough, right? Like we don't want that. We want to live it to its fullest now and get through it and like be intentional and then celebrate as back to school rolls around. So all that to say, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Like how we can use this time to be intentional, 
how we can use this time as kind of like a, a reevaluation for our life, almost like a, a new year's and how we can kind of set ourselves on a new course as we jump into this new season. And so I hope that you share in my excitement as we dive into our episode. Let's go. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. Oh, mama, this is so fun to get to talk about. I don't know about you, but it's kind of a nice relief. I don't know if you've been listening to the episodes in order. I know a lot of people jump around or start from the beginning, but you know, we've been going through some heavier topics about healing. And so back to school just feels like a light joy and it's fun. And yeah, I just love it. Um, and you know, we're kicking off in the Academy. I got some new faces in there. So it's been so fun to begin that. And I do want to remind you, like, it's not too late to join the Academy. The doors are actually always open now there's not a current deal going on, but you can always hop in and I would love to see you over there. So if, if your God's calling you to that, like don't wait, don't delay, don't wait for like another sale months from now, like just jump in now because if God's calling you to, you need to begin that investment. And when your kids go back to school, it's a great time to jump into something like that. So come join me. You can find the link in the show notes as you probably know. Um, but yeah, all that to say, like, I love this lighthearted topic. You've heard me talk, if you've been listening for a minute, about how much I love New Year's and it's like this new start. I love new things. I love like fresh, clean slates. And so for me, like back to school is almost like another one of those, right? Especially in the fall, right? It's just like this crispness. And and as the Christmas of, not Christmas, crispness of new, there's also like the crispness of the season, right? Not necessarily where I live, but a lot of places in August or September starts getting some fall leaves. I don't think we get those in California for a few more months. Like we have not even hit the peak of our, our heat usually by August. Like September, I think is usually our August. Our, oh my gosh, I can't talk. September is usually our hottest month. I think sometimes even October. So we're not there, but like, even if you're not experiencing that season, you kind of like get to live vicariously through it in a way, right? Like when you go to Target or like when you, I don't know, just like drink your pumpkin spice latte and just like imagine what fall would look like on the outside. Right? So that's where I'm at. Like I am pretending it's fall over here. Like school means it's fall, right? That means I can wear sweaters. Probably not. I'm going to melt, but maybe I can buy a sweater because they're going to have them at Target. By the way, it is officially fall at Target where I live. That excites me. I bought a sweater that I'm really excited about. I got some uh, pumpkin spice creamer for my coffee, like all about that. I last year, this is uh, just a tangent for you, but I was so obsessed with pumpkin spice that I was so sad when they ended. I was like really hoping I could somehow find it year round and I, I failed to do that. And so when it finally came back, even though it, it was July when I purchased it, 
I like stocked up on it and I'm so excited for it now because I was so obsessed. Um, however, it's not actually as good as I remember it being last year. You know, your taste buds just kind of change over time. But anyways, I was very excited to go into Target, experience the fullness. It's all there. So it inspires me. And so I hope like you, you take all of that, like the season changing, even if you're not seeing that, but just that, you know, the mental change of a season, the newness to really take a moment to reset things, to evaluate, like, where have you been? Has that been working for you? And where do you want to go? And, and when we do that, like we need to do this multiple times throughout our year, right? Not just once a year and definitely like, you know, like once a year's minimum, like we want to do it more than that. But like when we do this, it really helps us just to like get on a, a better footing, a better ground foundation to walk on because often we start getting into ruts. Like we just, we're just going throughout our day. We're going throughout our life. We're just getting through everything. And we don't even realize sometimes like where we end up, right? Like how did this habit form? I started doing this every day and I I didn't intend to do this. Like, how did I get here? Or I started not doing this thing every day. How did I get here? Right? Like sometimes it's even like playing with our kids. Like we, we have a day where it's like so busy. we got to get all the chores done. we got to do all the things. And we're like, oh, I don't have time to play with you today. I don't have time to read to you today. We'll do it tomorrow, right? And then tomorrow comes and, oh gosh, there's all these things we have to do. And there's these places we have to be. And there's so much going on. We'll, we'll do it tomorrow, right? And so slowly by little by little, like we get to a place where just we're not playing with our kids or reading to our kids ever. Now, I know like I've talked about how play can be a lot of different things. It can be inviting them into chores. It can be a lot of things, but we do want to like take into account our kids' interests, what they love to do and meet them in that. It's just like in a marriage, right? Like we're going to find a mutual ground or what we love to do with our husbands. And we're going to make sure we make be intentional to share that space together. That's going to strengthen our relationship. And so we want to do the same thing with our kids. And so you know, whatever that is, whether it's like playing action figures or reading to them or going on a walk with them or like baking with them, right? It can be a million different things, arts and crafts, who knows what, but we do need to be intentional about doing that. And so it can easily get to a place, at least for me, I don't know about you, where I am just suddenly I I look back and I'm like, whoa, it's been like a hot minute since we sat down and did this thing. And I I kept for a while, kept saying tomorrow and they eventually stopped asking because I just kept pushing it aside. And so those kind of things, first of all, if that's happened to you, like obviously you're not alone. I just shared, I do that sometimes, (laughs) but like, I think all of us can fall into that and that's normal. And it's okay, but we don't want to stay there, right? We want to be intentional about moving forward intentionally. (laughs) We want to be very intentional about this time that we have with our kids that, you know, anyone that's raised kids goes on and on about how fast it goes and how it's over too soon. And like, and I want you to take that actually, this is kind of a side note, but it's an important side note. When you hear someone say that, do your best not to be annoyed at them, but to let it be a reminder of how you don't want to take this for granted. Because in this season, if you have littles, especially like where I'm at, I have a four-year-old, a two-year-old, an eight-month-old. In this season, it's so easy to dream about the next season. It's so easy to dream about what, how much more time we'll have, how much easier it'll be, how our floors will stay cleaner. 
<laughs> how like whatever. And so it's so easy to go there in our minds and to want to escape this because it is hard. And so it's, it's a natural thing for us to, to try and escape hard things mentally. Like it's like, I just don't want to be here. I just don't want to feel this. Right. And, and so it is hard in this season and likely for a lot of us, there's going to be a better season of parenting that we're going to enjoy more. I mean, some people love the little stages, which is great too, but for a lot of us, like it's, there will be a better season, but we don't want to miss this one. And it's easy to, it's natural to, because it's hard, right? So we don't like hard. Our brain doesn't even like hard. Our brain is lazy. And so it wants to escape this. And so when someone says that, like it goes so fast, don't take it for granted. Don't miss it. Like hold on to it. Like don't be annoyed by that. Like I get why you get annoyed because you're like, okay, you don't know what it feels like. You forget how, how hard it is. Like, you know, you don't need to tell me this. Everyone tells me this, but don't get like that. Even if it's in your mind, right? Like you might smile on the outside and say, uh huh. Yeah, I know. Right. But in the inside of your head, you're like so annoyed. No, we're going to take that back and we're going to say, no, let this be a continual reminder of like, Hey, plant your feet. Hey, it's good right now. You're not going to fully feel it or see how good it is right now. You are someday. So make the most of it. Be intentional. I've heard so many stories about people regretting not showing up more for their kids, not playing with them enough, cleaning too much. Like there's just, I've never heard someone say like, I regret playing with my kids. You know, like no one has ever said that. Um, now it doesn't mean that we can't step into calling and purpose, right? All of that. Definitely not what I'm saying. It just means be intentional. And that's what we're going to kind of talk about how to do that today. And so I just want to like reset your mind around that. Cause I know it comes up very often if you um, live in the world, because everyone says it, <laughs> everyone all the time, multiple times. I'm sure I'll say it someday, right? Like picture yourself as a grandma saying that someday, like, Oh, it goes so fast, right? Like you're going to say that someday to someone else. So let it like lower your pride walk in humility and let that remind you to plant your feet. Okay. Cause we all need those reminders. So there it is. There's a constant reminder for you. Cause you know, you're going to, you can't get through a week without someone saying that if you're walking out in public with those kiddos. Okay. Anyways, again, like I said, in a, a side note, but an important one, but what I do want us to think about here today. Okay. Is this is a fantastic time to reset um, and if you're listening, like I'm assuming that you have at least one kid in school and that's where I'm at, right? I only have one kid. He's going to be five days a week this year, which is so disturbing to me, but that's where, that's where we're at. Um, so like, even if all of your kids aren't in school, um, and even if you homeschool, like, which I'm definitely not an expert in obviously, but you know, it can still mean new routines. Um, so what, wherever you're at, like what I'm trying to say is no matter if all of your kids are in school or not, this can still be a reset for you, right? Like you still get to have this be a reset. Even if you don't suddenly have more time, like it can still be a great place to reevaluate and reset. And Hey, even if you don't have any kids in school, like you can still use this, like, Hey, jump on that bandwagon. Like you can use this as a great time to have that reset. So now I am not the scheduled guru, obviously, but, um, I think that one of the best ways to feel better about your relationship with your kids, with yourself, with your house is through habits, 
routines, rhythms, like whatever you want to call it, like things that you have in place that happen every day or every week that you don't have to think about. Um, and you know, also like, as we're thinking about what things to implement, we're going to go deeper and explore like what exactly is happening in everyone's heart. Like where is everyone at? And as we do that, we then can establish those routines and those rhythms. But like I, and there's something I'm building for you that I'm excited to introduce hopefully. And I don't know, like a couple weeks, we'll see, we'll see. I'm, I'm working on wrapping it up. Always takes longer than I want it to. I don't have a lot of work days, but all that to say, like I have some things to, to help you a little bit with this because I believe that ultimately like when we can have these things in place, it's like this safeguard, right? Like when we have this rhythm we do with our kid every day or every week, it's this safeguard. It means that we're, we're going to invest in it invest in them. And it's not like even a conscious effort anymore. It's just like ingrained in our schedule or in a, in, even in us, that this is what we do. Right. And so the more of those things we can have in our life, the easier it is to maintain our relationships because it doesn't feel like a burden anymore. It doesn't feel like we're taking, we're taking time away from something else. Like this is just ingrained in things. And so I want just to walk you through some questions of how to evaluate where you're at. So you can kind of get some ideas about like what, what rhythms are working now or what rhythms you need to establish. So I'm going to go through a list of questions and this is just like, this isn't like a one, two, three step kind of thing. This is more just like a, a journaling exercise. Like it's going to help you kind of identify like, okay, there's some ideas about what I can do in my schedule. And ultimately, like if you want help honing in your schedule, which you might, cause again, I'm not the expert there. I do have my friend Jen coming on the next two episodes for you. And she hosts the podcast restored mama. She's like my friend from long ago. We walked through our miscarriages together and, um, it's, and then now she also has a podcast. So, uh, it's just, she's amazing. And so she really helps mamas get their schedule down, um, as they are, like walking in purpose and as they are making sure God is the priority. And so she's really great. And so she has some things to share with us on those episodes that you can dive into. You can go to her podcast and get some more. She has a course for you. So that's like a great place to go if you want some more help there. But today I'm just going to share like some ideas about how to journal so you can kind of get started with this process of reevaluating and resetting for the fall. Okay. So get a pen and paper out. I'm going to write these questions down so that you can go back and journal them later and kind of get some ideas. But first of all, what is working well for us? So you just want to like think through like, what are we rocking? Like what routine rhythm works so well for us that like, it's, it's great. I want to make sure this is maintains like through the change in seasons. Um, like for example, I love my bedtime routine with my son. Like I go in and I read him usually a Bible story and I pray for him and, um, tuck him in and like, it's so simple, right? But I love that because it makes sure that I get the word of God in him every day, make sure I get prayer in with him every day and make sure I get intentional time with him every day. Right. So that like hits like three big targets for me in one like small, like 10 minute chunk. Uh, and so that, that is huge for me. And I, like, I look at that and I'm like, okay, how can I do that with my other kids too? Now they're a little younger, so it's a little more challenging, but I can figure out way to do that with my daughter too. So I need to figure out, okay, how can I in, like do that with her? We're not there yet though. That's a further question right now. We're just looking at what is working well. Okay. So evaluate, like, 
it can be the simplest thing, right? Like even your, your teeth brushing, toothbrushing routine, I can't speak, your toothbrushing routine, maybe that rocks. Like you have it down pat and you feel great about it. Like that, write that down. Like give yourself some credit for all those little things. Okay. All right. Next question. What do I like about our schedule and routines? So not just like what is working well, but what, like, what do you like? What is, what makes you happy? What do you enjoy? Like which parts are good, which parts excite you? Because it's, it's important to notice that because you're going to want to make sure like that is like, you don't skip out on that, right? Like if there's certain parts, like for me, adventuring, I love adventuring. And so when we can adventure, like I feel alive, I feel connected to God. I feel connected to my kids. Like I I just love that time. I feel like I'm investing in them in all the right ways. Like it's just, it's like another place where it's like checking all those boxes off. Right now it's been a little harder with the heat, but all that to say, like that is an area where it's like, I like that part of our schedule when we fit it in. And so it's, it's looking at like, how can we fit that in, um, with the changes that are coming? So like just evaluating, what do you like about it? What, what rocks? Okay. Now, next one is when do I feel the best about my day or my week? So very similar question. And again, you don't have to answer all of these, but different questions are going to cue different memories or thoughts for people. And so thinking for yourself, like what, in your day or your week feels the best? Like, is it when they first wake up? Is it when they go to bed? Like, is it when you're at lunchtime at dinner time, right? Like which parts feel the best? Um, and just really looking at that because how you're feeling is probably going to be an indicator of how they're feeling most likely, right? Like when our kids are dysregulated and ugh, most of the time we are too, whether we were the start of it or they were the start of it, like usually we're going to be connected in that. And so like, if you're feeling good in certain parts, most likely your kids are too. So looking at that, um, the next one is when do I feel most connected to my kids? So again, a similar question, but like, what are those times that you feel so connected and good with your kids? Um, I know for me, it's kind of a weird one, but in the car, I love time in the car with my kids. It's everyone's buckled in, right? So no one can like move around. Everyone's stuck in there together. Like the baby's usually pretty calm as long as we're moving, like he's pretty chill in the car. And so when we're in the car, often it's like one of the best places to connect. We love telling Bible stories. We love like looking at what is outside of our windows and talking about it. We love checking in about the day. We love listening to music together. We love practicing, taking turns with music, right? Like there's just so many great things to do in the car. And so I actually really love driving with my kids. Um, I really feel connected with them. And so I don't mind like having some commutes in our day because it's a really great way to connect with them. Okay. Next, what is not working well? Okay. So we got to go to the opposite side, right? Like what are the areas that we really need to implement some changes? Like what is not going well? Um, for me, (laughs) this usually looks like something about my house, right? Like, Oh, I have figured out some good routines and some like good ways to keep up with my house, but sometimes they fall apart. Um, like this week, for instance, I've had to kind of, um, work a little bit in the afternoon or do different errands or I don't know, different things have come up. And so my normal, like time to fold laundry has dissipated and I have fallen off the wagon of the laundry train. Once again, wagon train, I don't know, (laughs) you get what I'm saying. And so the laundry is now piled up once again. I did so well for a little while there and I felt really encouraged by it, but I'm going to share in a little bit, like why I actually don't want to keep up with that routine in the fall. So we'll go there, but all that to say, like for us, that's like something that's not working well right now. Okay. Next one. 
what points in the day do I get the most angry, impatient, or irritable? So similar to like what makes me feel the best, like what are the worst moments? Like when am I most impatient, most angry, most irritable? I think a lot of us can name those, right? And like it's oftentimes if we're trying to leave the house for I think a lot of us, sometimes in the morning, um, what do all of that look like? And again, I'm going to share another example with something for me that has been happening that I've noticed and implemented some changes just paying attention to like, where are those moments, which transitions are clunky. Um, what, what does that look like? And then you can kind of explore like, why what's behind that? What, what could I do to prevent that? What changes do I need to make in order to uh, make that feel better and work better? All right. The next one, what things are falling through the cracks, right? So, um, and then I'll just share the last question too, because it's very similar. Like what is lacking in our schedule? So what is falling through the cracks? Like what, what things like the laundry, right? That's an example for me. The laundry is falling through the cracks. Okay. That's something I need to get my eye on and figure out. Um, what is lacking in our schedule? Maybe this could be like quality time with your kids. Like, like I'm saying with my daughter, I don't have that end of the day time because my husband puts her to bed, which is great, but I do like, I don't have that touch point with her any other part of the day. That's like a habit. And so I want to have some touch point, whether it's at night or maybe for her, it's a different time of the day. Maybe for her, it's at her nap. Actually, that just inspired me. That would be a great time. Although sometimes I'm putting my baby to bed down too. I don't know. It depends. But all that to say, like, that's something that is lacking. I want that, that touch point with her where I have that really intentional time every day that I don't like, I can just count on that. Um, so looking at that, like trying to evaluate what things are you missing right now? And again, this is not just for your kids. This is for your marriage, for your house, obviously, like where, where are things falling through the crack? And I haven't shared, you know, I guess for my marriage, it's more just like those casual interactions we're really good at having our weekly, like intentional time together and talking. Um, or like for us, maybe it's date nights. Like we have our intentional time, but it's at home. I mean, we're sitting on our beautiful patio surrounded by trees with cups of coffee. So it's beautiful and wonderful, but we do need to get out on the town sometimes and go on a date. Um, but all that to say, like evaluating, not just your kids, but your whole life. Okay. Next thing is you're going to want to simplify this. And this is where my, you know, my friend Jen, she might be helpful in this area, but you want to kind of look through it all. Like look through all of your notes, all of your journalings from that, or get like a sense in your mind and kind of start to begin to answer these questions. What can you shift to make it better? What, what are those things? Like, you know, I kind of mentioned some of those, like, I want you to just begin writing those down and thinking through what that looks like. Sorry, I had some cinnamon in my throat and it was tickling. Okay, um, what can you shift to make it better? Like, what are those things that you need to shift? I already said that. <laughs> what? Where are you not aligning yourself with your values, right? So is it intentional time with the kids and routines, quality time? Um, what does that look like? And so kind of looking through all of that and kind of trying to pull apart like what those changes would look like because we need to figure out like how you're going to shift your schedule and, and then be intentional about actually shifting it. Like what does the new design look like? Where are these new things coming in? If you just say you're going to do them, but you don't schedule them or, or figure out like where they fit in the day, right? Like a cue right after my cup of coffee, I'm going to do my quiet time or after 
nap time we're going to do intentional time with the kids right like it has to fit in somewhere and if you don't fit it in somewhere it's not going to happen like you might do it for a day or two but then you're going to lose it because you don't have like a spot for it and so with these crazy lives we lead there's no way to like just keep up with those things unless you're actually finding a spot for them or i mean you could schedule them out every week if it needs to be different um, and there's some things that are going to require that but ultimately the, i think the easier goal is to find where do they fit every day or every week and there's like the cue like after church we go to lunch and have a special time together right like every week this is what happens or like for us i share every friday we have our pizza night and it's the best um, my husband and i just get to share that space together do something we both love make our homemade pizza watch a movie and it's just the best so figuring out that and scheduling it so i just wanted to give you some examples of what this has looked like for me just real quickly um so as I'm anticipating the fall, right, I'm thinking through what this is going to look like and I'm still getting some details worked out. Like I have some, I don't know, I'm praying through like what childcare will look like. I'm, I'm kind of like wanting to maybe work some more and, and have some more childcare for my younger kids, but I'm not sure about that. And so I'm praying through that and figuring out what our budget is, right? Like, um, and figuring out what all of that looks like. Now, one of the things that I really, and I don't know if we're going to be able to, I'm going to say it in faith to you and we'll see if we get there, but I really want to hope, I hope my husband gets on board <laughs> because I really want to figure out laundry. Um, and so right now, like my hope is that we'll have a budget to have our laundry done. There's like some services that really doesn't cost that much per week. Obviously it adds up every week. And so, you know, it's something we'd have to budget for. But like that right now is blocking my afternoon time. Now I can maybe shift it to a block on the weekends, but weekends get filled up so fast with church and then there's going to be sports and intentional time together, right? Like there's just so much. And so to me, like, I don't want to be wasting my time on this laundry. Like I would just love to have someone do that. Now there's a beauty in doing laundry. There is good. It's good to teach our kids this. It's good for us to take care of the things God's given us, right? Like there's beauty in laundry and I've had my moment with laundry, right? <laughs> like I remember watching, oh my gosh, what's her name? Um, you know, the Netflix Kumari. Oh my gosh. Um, Anyway, she was a big hit on Netflix for a while. She has a book. I read her book, all the things. I can't think of her name right now. She's all about like what sparks joy. I'm sure you're saying it like trying to tell it to me right now, but I can't hear you. <laughs> Anyways, she's all about like, like there's a way to be intentional about folding your laundry in a way that like you're really being grateful for what you have. And so I love that. And I rocked with that for a while. It was great. And now I'm ready for something different. We'll see what, if God wants me to move on from that. But anyways, my idea, and again, if this idea doesn't work out, I'll have to shift it again. But my idea is to have like our laundry outsourced so that I can get my afternoons back because my intention, like my idea of how to like shift focus because for us, this is a big deal. Like my son's going to be in school every morning, um, at least from nine to one. We'll see if I do a little bit more extended care until three, but all that. And, but even if he's not there till three, they have like nap time or quiet time until three or four. And so like, we're going to miss that chunk. So I won't really see him until three or four because that quiet time is my work time. Um, and all that to say, like, that is a big deal. Like I have stayed at home with him for the first like two or three years of his life. And then I've, you know, only worked a little bit sporadically, like apart from that, like I'll work 
you know, one to two, sometimes three, like half days. And so it's a big deal that he's going to be gone five days a week now. Like it's kind of freaking me out. And so I'm like, okay, I've got to be really intentional about the time I have for him. And so I do not want to be folding laundry when he gets home. Now I know that's a reality for some of you. And so, you know, you've got to figure out your own intentional time and, and what that looks like. But for me, like this is just something I'm like, okay, I really want to make this time special. And so I have in my mind, he's going to come home after nap time or whatever it is. And I'm going to have like special, like healthy cookies that I've made and they'll, I'll keep them in the freezer. So we always have a stock of them and we're going to sit down. We have like a little bar in our kitchen where, you know, you could like can sit down and look at everyone and he's going to sit there and he's going to tell me all about his day. And it's going to be so great. And we're going to eat cookies. And I'm sure my other kids would love to eat these cookies too. And we're going to talk about that. And I want to hear every bit about his day. And that's like going to be our routine, my connection point with him. So I just look forward to this time. Um, and then after that, like I, my hope is we can go on an adventure. We'll have to see like what that looks like. If I will have to do some cleaning or if he has homework, I don't think so. He's in transitional kindergarten. So I don't, yeah, I don't know what that looks like, but you know, maybe there is some of that. Uh, maybe we can go on like a short adventure, just like a walk as if it's starting to cool off. Um, and yeah, I'm just so excited for this. Okay. Now, along with this, something, sorry, I have my little Toby with me right now, so hear all kinds of noises from him. Um, but also this means that I need to be intentional about getting the house clean because I'm not going to have that afternoon time to clean. Like I said, I might have to do some cleaning after our cookie time, but the goal is not to because I like, right, I'm missing all morning with him. And so like, how can I get the house clean ahead of time? And this is actually something I've really been working on. Um, now I know I've told you, like, make sure you're cleaning when your children are awake. Like you don't need to wait till they go to bed to do this. But the thing is with our schedule, what has been happening is, um, my husband just gets home from work so late and he's the one that likes to cook. And so by the time like he cooks and we're getting the kids to bed, like they're all in bed by the time I have time to clean. And so um, I have decided to sacrifice some of that time to clean because we're talking about those points that we're most irritable at, right? And I've noticed when I wake up in the morning and the house is a mess, I am cranky. Is it like I can't find things, dishes need to be washed, like there's no clothes for everyone, like I just get irritable. And so I've been making it a priority to do that most nights. Now I kind of the past few nights had to work some and so I the house is a mess right now, all that to say, but <laughs> I've noticed a significant difference when I sacrifice that time to clean everything before I go to bed. And I like, I set my essential oils up in the diffuser. I get my clothes laid out, right? Like I have everything just beautiful and peaceful. And so what I do then is I, when I wake up, I do my shower and my quiet time and all of that. And then when I go to get my children awake, you know, I, turn on the diffusers. Like I have the lovely sense going wafting through the air. And then I turn on some worship music. And so it just sets this peaceful mm. atmosphere. And so that is like something that has been so crucial for me in terms of helping me start my mornings better, which used to be maybe sometimes one of the most irritable times for me. Um, because like, I just wasn't prepared or behind, right? If we want to go anywhere, everything takes so long. Um, and then also with that, even like showering ahead of time, I used to kind of wait sometimes to shower after my my kids got up, but I just realized that stresses me out more and it just takes longer. And so if I can just get myself and the house ready before everyone wakes up, oh, it's a beautiful, like 
thing I get to invite my kids into and I'm in such a better mood and we're in such a better place. And so I've like really loved doing that. Now with the the school year coming up, we're going to have to start our day even earlier. So I'm going to have to be even more intentional about this. And it, but it does not remember I was talking about it not needing to be the hustle. And that is how, how you make it not the hustle is you prepare the day before you lay out the clothes, you pack the lunch. If you can, some people like to pack it the day of to make it more fresh either way. But like everything that you can do <laughs> the day before, like do it, right? The shoes are ready to go. You're not searching for shoes in the house. Like the clothes are laid out, all of the things, okay? And that's how you don't hustle. You give yourself some gap time, you prepare the day before, and everything is gonna go so much smoother and you're actually gonna enjoy that time. And so instead of like, that time like depleting your relationship with your kids because you're yelling and you're frustrated and there's like a deficit happening in that time it's actually going to be a time where you get to actually add to the relationship so it almost like multiplies your investment in them right it's not depleting it's adding so it's like you get the negative plus the positive if you know what i'm talking about with math <laughs> but because then like you're in a good mood and you get to slow down and you get to give them breakfast and talk to them about their day and pray for them and read the Bible or say that, like share a Bible story on the way to school. Like it's, it's a time of peace versus a time of stress. And so if you can have that kind of intentionality and you've got to figure out what that looks like for you, where do you need to set things up? Where do you need to prepare? Where do you need to like do things to make sure it's all happening? And so that is your job, mama. That's what I'm uh, leaving to you is to figure out like, what does your new schedule look like as you go into this season and you can just set yourself on a new course. This is a great time to reflect. And so I hope that God will guide you in that and you can figure out a beautiful new routine for your family. My only encouragement or my, another encouragement real quickly is just not to be perfe perfectionistic with it. You're not going to be able to be perfect. You don't have to have every little thing in there. Try not to make too many changes at once. Just go slow, figure out like one area you can work on. And it, I know it's going to bless you and your family. Let me just pray for you. God, I thank you for back to school. God, I thank you just for um, the change in our seasons and our families and all of the learning our kiddos get to do. God, I just pray that you would give each mama just wisdom as she goes and tries to reevaluate and reset for the new school year. And God, um, I pray you would guide her and lead her and what that would look like. And um, we just thank you that you're in the middle of it. We just give this time to you. We dedicate this season to you to have us do what you have for us, God, to step into calling, to be intentional with our kids, to do all of the things of what you have for us to do, God. We love you and we praise you. And Jesus, <laughs> that was a toot from a baby. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Mama.